0: irreverent,
1: entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk
2: Radio.
0: You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Rachel exclusively on L.A. Talk Radio.
1: Good morning and welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, November 7th, and good we're morning. back. Hi, Rachel is back.
2: Hello. The
1: room is gl- glowing yet yet once again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With your
1: presence right. in here. How
2: was yesterday?
1: Yesterday was fun. Yeah. Yesterday was good. good yes. Yeah. Kay was here, and we just, um, yeah, we were talking, and then Alan Cardoza, the, uh, the host of Answers for the Family, was here. So we were talking about. Awesome. Uh, you know, child trafficking and and all that kind all of stuff. All the best and, uh, Monday topics. Right, exactly. But he's an amazing man, uh, helping so many kids bring he brings them home, you know, kids yeah. that run away or get kidnapped and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, and that was fun. But uh, so how was your trip to Vegas?
2: It was good. Um, My best friend got engaged and we... Oh, it was an
1: engagement. I thought it was a a wedding. No, this is just the
2: the engagement party. Uh Um, And so it was kind of like a mini high school reunion because my best friend who's getting married is a guy. So it's just me and like... A bunch of the guys, guys that I went to, that I grew up with, I, they're <laughs> right. just like my brothers. And the thing is, is when I left to the college, they kind of adopted my sister. So like really? they, kind, yeah, they're like so you all one family. Yeah, or we've something. we've literally known each other for 15 years at least, and they're we're like a, it's a small community out in Vegas. So, right, right. You know, yeah, it was fun. It was <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah.
1: So you celebrated and everything. Mm-hmm. You guys went out and all that.
2: Yeah, we uh, Friday night we had. I got tickets. To a concert that he wanted to go see and it was at this really cool venue called the brooklyn bowl in vegas which is it's a it's a concert venue but it's also a bowling alley so you can be bowling while the concert is going <laughs> really? on yeah it's really cool <laughs> yeah yeah it's um so we got a tape we got a bowling alley for him and it was just a fun time just to you know very chill cool. and
1: it's always nice to go back to old friends you know yeah. I, that's what i say and, uh, all my friends have dispersed all over the world, so I don't even know mm-hmm. where they are, you mm-hmm. know, but I mean like old friends from childhood and yeah. stuff, you know, I found some through Facebook, but for the most part, cause I lived in Vegas for about five years in the seventies, but where are you going to find people in the seventies? I feel
2: that most of like they're just going to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? right, exactly. A lot of them. So yeah. I'll know where to find them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very cool. So, um. How uh, was the weather nice there, like here? Pretty much.
2: It was nice. Yeah. It was yeah, nice. not it too moved. cold or anything. Not yet. Not yeah, yet.
1: not yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the winter. It wasn't like here last
2: week where it was just a whole week of gloom. Yeah. Yeah. Entering right. fall. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, that's true. Do you know that uh yesterday I got a call that there was a shooting at the small across the street, and I'm like, no, you're not serious. Uh, apparently, what happened is a a, a man shot himself uh in a pair of suicide in the parking lot
2: why would you pick them (laughs) all
1: i don't know but something must have happened to him right there and then so uh apparently it wasn't like a shooting that yeah we thought it would be but uh my god man! i get upset when they run
2: out of my size but geez yeah right (laughs) too soon i'm just glad he didn't hurt anyone other than himself
1: yeah i know well, uh, in a few minutes, we're going to be joined by our guest. Uh, we have a fascinating guest. We're going to talk about some relevant stuff mm-hmm. for a change, right?
2: <laughs> Wait, I feel like we always talk about <laughs> No,
1: I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just, you know. Yeah. But uh, there's a, uh, just a couple of things I wanted to discuss real quick. Uh, apparently... Uh, I think this is important because apparently I mean the headline is about views of the democratic party uh hitting a lowest mark in twenty five years to about uh thirty seven percent now uh the reason I'm bringing this up is because the, the GOP is not doing much better. They're like 30%. Yeah. So with our president being around 35%, what does this really say about where we stand right I now with our I had a question. Politics, I was like, if, you know? if
2: it gets to like zero, yeah, does that right? mean he just, like literally no one wants you there? <laughs> yeah. Can you can you just can you just go? Like yeah, if well, literally no one. that chunk did it. Why would you him? want to yeah. stay in a place you're not wanted? Right. By right. the majority, at yeah. least.
1: yeah. But uh, all I- the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think this all- this is all encompassing. I mean, people have just lost confidence in our leaders, in our yeah. political leaders, you know, and that's. That's a very sad time that we have no hope that anybody is in the like, government can fix anything. It was almost like anything. you know
2: when like a a pot is just simmering, getting. I feel like for years it's just been boiling, yeah, and this right. is kind of just because like we've people people like didn't trust Obama. I mean like right. we were aware that people didn't tr- trust George Bush. You know what I mean? Like True. there's been chunks True. of people throughout. Since I've been alive, but I feel like it's more of a collective majority of people now from both it's more sides. overwhelming, yeah yeah, that like everyone just doesn't trust anyone right, you know, yeah, so I at know. least we can all agree on that,
1: yeah, I know if nothing else, you know, nobody's confident in their party anymore, so and in opposite parties and stuff, apparently not a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. um okay, so that's that uh the the new iPhone, I guess and the new o s eleven there's a little bug. Did you hear about that one?
2: I just like to me talking about the iPhone is talking about sports. I just don't care. I you don't
1: care. No, but this is autocorrect. It's like if you have the new version. Oh,
2: yeah. I've seen I've seen You've seen the that? bug. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've you seen
2: it on Twitter because it's funny or just people trying to type. It's like,
1: yeah, right. Yes. Well,
2: yeah. Yeah. Steve Jobs is, it just, I was, re- I think I read somewhere like the quality control has just like completely gone down <laughs> as you far. Think as so an it's hard to an believe Apple. Man. Because it wasn't like... I mean, I feel like everything... Like, Steve Jobs had a purpose for everything he did. And he just, like, checked, checked, double-checked. You know what I mean? Like, quality control and, like, user experience was, like, the top of his. You know what I mean? And now it's just like...
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, you lose the leader. That's what happens, you know? They try to do their best. But Apple has made a lot of mistakes in the past, you know? And including firing him, you know? And then they took him back. Mm. But... uh, But, yeah, so apparently if you type in a lowercase i, it's going to turn to an A and a question mark. So uh, they're going to fix that. They tell you how you can get around it, but I'm not going to get into it right now. It's outside the scope of this show. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, and finally, this thing before we get to our guest, uh, and and this is relevant to us uh, because the headline is Only one-third of marijuana extracts are accurately labeled. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and they're talking more about CBD and how people take it seriously because it's got the health medical effects and stuff. That uh, some, I mean, the percentage is 43%, believe it or not, products contain more CBD than labeled. And uh, about 26% contain less CBD Mm -hmm. and about 30% uh, are accurately labeled. So... Uh, so they're saying, yeah, you know, because it is like the Wild West right Yeah, now. it's so
2: unregulated. There's no, like, kind of like with Apple, there's no, like, quality control. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, there are people who are selling products and they, you know, there's no testing. It could be contaminated. We could be consuming. Right yeah. now, we kind of just have to, have to take the word for uh yeah for you know what people are saying that's kind of the situation that we're in yeah Um. but as far as once 2018 hits and it becomes you know recreational here and there's going right. to be more government regulation I think there'll be um, more testing and just kind of you know, yeah. over, oversight on that.
1: Right. And you can imagine that all this additional stuff and gover- government and taxing and everything, the prices are going to go up. That's yeah, what everybody gonna says. Yeah, it's going to get
2: a little bit more expensive. When I was home in Las Vegas, I mean, I go to, a me- I give them my medical card because I don't want to pay recreational prices and I am right. a medical patient. Right. Um, so... I mean, yeah, there's going to be, and plus it's it's also, ex- everything else is more expensive here in California. I was oh, really? I went to Vegas and I was like, man, this is cheap, you <laughs> <Really>? know, like <laughs> everything is so much cheaper out there. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens come January. I'm trying to just stock up so yeah. I just, you know, I don't have to be waiting in those lines.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> stock up it is. Uh, at any rate, uh, folks, we're going to be uh, bringing our guest right now. Uh, We have Mr. Uh, Stephen Peck in the studio. Welcome to the show, Steve. Get close to the mic so we can hear you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, You're part of uh, an organization called U.S. Vets. Yes. And uh, you're the CEO. You're the head of it, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what
0: this is about, U.S. Vets. Uh, U.S. Vets started uh, 24 years ago now uh, to provide housing and services for homeless veterans. When we started, uh, well, one out of every three homeless men in the country was a veteran. Uh, a, a one stati- out of three? One out of three. Wow. Yeah, a pretty shocking statistic. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Vietnam veteran. Uh, I had uh. been doing something. I had been making documentary films and had made a film about uh, veterans and the combat experience, and I had an interest in homelessness, so I did a short film on homeless veterans and began as an advocate. Uh, for uh, homeless veterans, and uh, in 1993, I switched careers. Really? I did. Yes. Wow! What
1: were you doing before that?
0: Uh, so I was making documentary films for 12 or 14 years okay. uh, after I got out of the uh, Marine Corps. Okay. And. Um, Uh, pretty much avoided uh, talking about uh, Vietnam after I got out of the Marine Corps. I gave away my uniforms. I just didn't want that to define my life. Yeah,
1: uh, and so you actually served in Vietnam uh, for how long? I was there for a year. A year? Yeah. Wow, and you've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff. Really?
2: I don't understand how homeless veterans are, like I don't understand how they don't have, like we don't provide them, and that's enough. what he, he's here to tell us, I know, us, but right. it, to me it's just yeah. like we, we, when we, when saying. people sign up to go and serve our country, it's with the understanding that we're also going to be there for them when they come home, and right? And support them, and right. And support them, and like that's what, you know, that's what, and, I mean, that's what George Bush when I was growing up said that he was going to do to the veterans and like.
0: And that uh, is the expectation. Yeah. Uh, certainly. And, uh, so what uh, happened? Uh there is simply not enough uh, money in the VA system to provide assistance for every veteran that needs it. Then uh, we particular. should stop
2: accepting military until we have the funding to support our veterans.
0: I suggested that once to Admiral Muller. Um he thought it was a good idea but he wasn't in charge of the budget at that time. <laughs> because to me it's so, like you're we're yes.
2: taking in people to work for us that we can't afford to that's a bad business plan.
0: Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. So, uh, w- w- among the other things, I mean, we, we U.S. Vets has now grown to 11 sites uh, in six states in the District of Columbia. We house about 3,300 veterans every night. Oh, wow. So you actually have, like, living quarters yes. and things like that. Yeah, we started here in Los Angeles, our site in Inglewood, um uh, which started with five veterans and then 25 veterans, now has 600 uh, oh, veterans living there really. in both transitional rehabilitation housing and uh, permanent supportive housing.
1: I see. So there's actually like permanent housing as well? Yes. I mean, they yes.
0: never really hope to get out of there and stand on their own. Maybe they can't. Some can, some can't. Some really need that supportive environment around them. We, we uh, surround them with a lot of support, case managers and psychologists, and uh, there are multiple groups there, you know, site AANA groups, uh, but uh, post-traumatic stress groups, uh, financial management groups, anything. All, we want to address all those issues that got them homeless in the first place, and, and yeah. we want to do that while they're there with us. Most of them will go back out into the community, but some of them – uh, have no uh, family to speak of. They have no social network, and the social network is is just critical, extremely important. Right? I mean, uh, you leave a health. person yeah. alone,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. they're
0: gone. You know, yeah. they, they need that support. I can
1: totally see that.
0: So when we started in uh, '93, the uh, about 25% of all veterans uh, hospitalized at the VA were going to be discharged to homelessness. 25%. So we started at that time and uh, were a referral uh, place for the veterans coming out of all the substance abuse and mental health programs. And we would work with them to either get them uh, employment so they could take care of themselves or get them the the disability payments that they uh, deserve so that they could uh, stabilize in the community.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you, I mean, you, you out of ev- anybody would probably know what percentage of, uh, let's say, living U.S. vets mm-hmm. uh, would you say are mentally ill, that they need some kind of help, that have not been integrated into society? What Do you
0: know what the percentage is? Well, the percentage of veterans coming back from combat um uh, that have some sort of mental disturbance, and that could be post-traumatic stress. For women, it's military, military sexual trauma, um, is uh, 25 to 30%. Really? Now, wow. m- most of those are going are gonna to get past that. I mean, go, right. in, going into combat uh, is a traumatic situation. I don't care who you are. Uh, but m- most of that is transitory, and once uh, they come back, uh, they'll be able to uh, assimilate that into their thinking. But some are uh, so it's, it's dramatically affected that they can't uh, re- rejoin the uh, society. And then they're like, yeah. here,
2: take these opioids. They'll fix everything. But don't <laughs> smoke cannabis because that will be bad, you know? <laughs> I think well, veterans should Have, have you heard of the group Weed for Warriors? No, I've not. It's Mm. an advocacy group that gets access to veterans, uh, cannabis access to veterans, so Mm -hmm. that they can Mm -hmm. use that to treat their ailments versus opioids, because a lot of them are addicted to opioids. And they find that cannabis helps with opioid addiction, but also does help with PTSD, anxiety, depression, um, a slew of other things. Besides that, oh.
0: yeah, and, yeah, and and because when we started all those years ago, about seventy percent of our guys had substance abuse issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, recommending cannabis was not the thing. We, we no, that, not at yeah. that. Point, and we're still yeah. and we're still struggling with that. It's, yeah, it's yeah. about to be legal, and and uh, but it is made available to those who uh, who it will really help. Yeah, but it's not yeah. something. That and we, also, you know, I it's really hard. hard. We're no, not no, but out also no.
2: also. Um, Veterans will get their benefits taken away if they're caught consuming cannabis yeah. sometimes, which is really fucked up because, yeah, it's, because a it's a federal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah federal. Sure. That's yeah. why. It just our government. It's just so backwards and not beneficial to the person. It's beneficial to everyone else. And well, like just, our,
0: you know we we obviously have been advocating for 20 years because we're the largest uh, nonprofit in the country doing what we do. So we advocate a lot in Washington and in Sacramento uh, about the policies uh, around veterans' issues. Uh, our feeling is that nonprofits like ours do a better job than the VA out of many, many different things. Homelessness being one of them, reintegrating them into society is another, employment is another. If they want medical, psychiatric help, the VA is the place to go. But for um, those more social issue problems and I homi- see so you
1: focus more on keeping them surviving
0: right yes. yeah, yeah. We, we, we we want to give them the skills to reintegrate completely right and to live and to, to, Be to, able to, to live and yeah to, to address all those deficits that they that, that got them homeless in the first place that's right what we want to do
1: so now I would imagine even a let's say a, a soldier that went away maybe just a couple months but in combat that's mm-hmm. enough to make you snap, right? I mean, the stuff you mm-hmm. see there and all that stuff. And also, not only that, but I think from where... Uh, I mean, my, my theory is that when you first walk in uh, t- to become part of the military, part of the army, mm-hmm. uh, you're a civilian, right? Mm-hmm. Now, they come in and they, I think, de- uh, uh, deconstruct you and rebuild you as a soldier, as a fighting machine, you know. So then you come back, you're like, okay, now you're a good fighting machine, you're a great soldier. You come back and it's like, but all these skills, you don't need them in our present-day society, right, Mm -hmm. everyday life. So Mm -hmm. they come back and it's like, what do you do, you know. How do you, after you've seen all the carnage and, and death and stuff like that, you come back and it's like, yeah, I
0: mean, can you really work? Can you really think straight anymore yeah, yeah. and and we're we're trying to work w- with uh, one of the things we're advocating for is that the dod provide more of that uh decompression coming back out also, right? Like You're right they they, just, they, they 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 train them up and then they just kind of let them go and say, they just hey, take
2: advantage it? of the like most disadvantage. like the military a lot of people in the military literally the military is their last option they don't have any other option it's not like they come from a wealthy family. It's not like they come from an affluent, you know, society yeah. or whatever. Is that true, and Steve so Lee? I feel like a lot now more so than it was. I don't think it was, I don't think it was always like this. I think right. now more so than ever, it's a lot of like, you know, um, a, yeah, a lot of people who the military is their last option and they just don't care about a lot of these people. It oh, doesn't. Well, even
0: in, in, even in Vietnam, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the lower economic strata was disproportionately uh, represented yeah. there, without, without a really? doubt. Yeah. But, but these days... It, because mean, it the military a, it's offers surprising. you,
2: they're like, if you join the military, we'll give you an education. We'll right. provide you with this. Blah, blah, blah. Serve your country. And then they get out and they realize that's not what it's like. I think it's a joke. I mean, I think the well, military is important, yeah. but only yeah, if you yeah. treat them... Yeah. If you, tr- I, think, I think it's important, but only if, if we do what we say we're going to do. Otherwise, it's just another... Yeah, we owe it to them, advantage. right? I mean, they serve yeah, our yeah. country. It,
0: it, you know, I mean, without the military, we wouldn't be here. So you got, yeah. so you got you to gotta, you gotta give it that. Uh, and uh, in some instances, they do get trained in a skill that will uh, bring them back, uh, that will give them the kind of uh, training and discipline that they don't have. I've seen many, many uh, – my, my radio man in – uh, Vietnam was a guy who'd who been in trouble a lot in Philadelphia, and the judge gave him a choice. He said, You want to go in the military or you want to go to jail?
1: Ah. And he came
0: to the military and it straightened him out. So it does work, but yeah, it, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't work uh, all the time, and uh, there simply is not enough help for them when they uh, come back and they get in trouble. And that's why it's so critical that nonprofits like ours exist.
1: Yeah. Tell us a little bit about uh, your experience in the military. Uh, when you went to Vietnam, were you like uh, at the, let's say, the optimal age of like 18,
0: 19 for soldiers, right? I, I, came, I, uh, I went to college and got a draft notice after my sophomore year. In oh, college. really? But I got my 2S uh, deferment, and uh-huh. uh, so I joined. I didn't want to go in as an enlisted man. I wanted to go in as an officer, so I joined a an officer training course with the Marine Corps. And oh, I, was, wow. I was commissioned. So you
1: decided if you have to go, then I you go, go all the way, right? I'm going
0: with the Marines, and I'm going as an officer. Whoa. So it, uh, it uh, fortunately worked out.
1: Yeah? yeah. So yeah. now, b- being an officer, is your life a little easier in the military when you're an officer?
0: Marginally. I mean, Marginally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bullets don't discriminate. No, know. no, I know. But as far
1: as, as, as uh, uh, the daily interactions, the training,
0: the all that stuff, you the, know. The training is just as hard. You get to be a manager, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, there's, there's management. The amazing, yeah, yeah. Every in, in the Marine, in the Marine Corps, every Marine goes through boot camp. From the commandant on down, everyone goes through the same. Well, yeah you, yeah. yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, but then after that, you can choose whether you're just going to be uh, uh,
1: an ordinary soldier or an officer. You mm-hmm. know or an right officer, you? Yes. Yeah, yes. wow. Very cool. So you were in the Marines. Right.
0: I, w- I was in the Marine Corps, and I was a, uh, a forward observer with the artillery. So I was at attached to the infantry and would go on patrol with them and if artillery was needed i was the guy who called oh my it god so you're like what we see in the
1: movies right i mean you were in the jungles there yeah. and with yeah. all the the booby traps and things like that yeah wow yeah. Yeah. wow yeah, wow yeah is it still fresh in your mind some uh some parts of it yeah yeah wow so it stays with you right it never goes away wow so, uh, so you decided after this. So
0: you've been doing this for how many years now? Twenty. I've been doing it twenty-four years now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mid-career change. Uh, as I said, I had done these documentary films about veterans and homelessness, and uh, became an advocate. And at some point, just didn't want to turn my back on it. And yeah. uh, so I switched careers. Went back to graduate school. Got my uh-huh. social work degree at USC. Wow! Uh, very ambitious man. That's pretty cool, right? Well, it, so, it called me, you know. I mean, it wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, well, you get very emotional right yes. now. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but so it shows you, it stays with you, Rachel. You know, it doesn't go, never no, 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 go no away, way. right? No, it doesn't. okay. So let's talk about other people now, so we can let you sort of like call cool down. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. But. Um, you know, Rachel, I, I often look at, at the homeless out there, and you really wonder what's behind that life, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a person mm-hmm. yeah, there, right? Yeah. There's, oh, yeah, yeah. There, yeah there's yeah, yeah. somebody who who has, to, um, who has to to deal with this. Somebody's got a background. They have mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. they got a whole life behind them. And think about this. This is a person that went out there to risk th- their life for you. Yeah, you know. Yes. I mean, and that's now there's he-
2: no one left to take care of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, that's, that's my definition
1: and of a hero is some someone that'll do. Look something at how we treat our heroes. You. Yeah, mm-hmm. you we know, let someone, them live on the street. Someone that will do something for you by risking their life for yeah. you—that's a hero mm-hmm. to me. You know, and
0: uh, and those are heroes. Each one of them. And and. Uh, a lot of them, uh, as you said, Rachel, go in because there's no job available to them. They don't have much of a home life. Some of them have uh, joined the military to get away from gangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a number of reasons why I do it, but there's always uh, a level of patriotism. They, yeah, they right? do feel like they are serving something larger than, than themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then if they go in, if they are uh, disadvantaged going in, if they have had a lack of opportunity, lack of education, lack of training um they come out the same way yeah. and in some instances they come out then with uh, post traumatic stress yeah. and those are the ones that end up at our door the ones who've not had the opportunities that uh, most of us have had right and they just don't have any they don't have anywhere to pick up i mean they know how to drive a tank or fire a gun and that's not useful no, though when you get back to the to uh, the real world that's what i'm saying you know wow so th- so that's a, obviously
1: a very uh not only emotional but I mean it's it's traumatic it was traumatic Mm -hmm. for the country right to go through this I mean this is like after World War II where people actually went for uh there was some meaning right there was some purpose we're going to Mm -hmm. save the world Mm -hmm. and uh and here people went because they had to uh and uh and their lives changed forever Yes, forever. Yeah, pretty much. Forever, well, yeah. The,
0: I mean, uh, the difference now between m- the Vietnam era, my era, and uh, now is that they're not blaming the soldiers for the war. That's a big difference. Yeah, right. So yeah. they blamed the soldiers for the war. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We really? Back, yeah. You didn't talk about it when he came back. Really? For sure. Why? Why, would,
2: why were they blaming the soldiers?
0: Uh, it was such an unpopular war, uh, in the uh, the way we got into the war over a period of time. There was a, a lot of uh, Untruths are being told about why we engaged in that war and and the the public was angry about it and, right. uh, and so they they began to blame the soldier. why are you going why right. you know, you know, so, so you, you get drafted and you you go or you go to canada yeah so now uh so what reason did they give the politicians? was it to stop communism it, it was the 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 domino theory right, right. it was, it was uh, uh, still uh, World War Two was uh, afresh in people's minds, and the the Korean uh, the, War, and, and the Korean War, uh, and the you know, Russian uh, uh, took over all the countries in Eastern Europe, and so there was the, this idea domino theory: you let one country go, and the next country will go, and the next country will go. So they thought right. if they let Vietnam go, uh, then Cambodia and Thailand and Australia. Right. You know, it was just a. It was a. Uh, a construct that uh, people had uh, because yeah. of, uh, of what had happened before. But wasn't
1: it true, though, that it happened? I mean, once the, the North won, I mean, the, the communism did spread. Right? The, so the question is, it, is it bad or not? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> no?
0: Yeah. I've, I've been back to Vietnam. Yeah. Capitalism is winning. I right, right. No, it is, right? But the North
1: won, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah, the North won the war, without, <laughs> without a doubt. So without you're saying doubt. that, uh, so they actually integrated themselves into the modern world as far as, at least economically.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, all the places yeah, we mm-hmm. used to bomb are now are the best desti- destinations to go on vacation.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. We love, we love, we love vacationing to Japan and to Thailand and Vietnam. Well, not Thailand, but Vietnam.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you been back since the war? I have. Really? A couple of times. One of the films I did, I uh, I did some filming there. Oh wow! With another veteran who fought there and lost a leg there, and uh, uh, it was we we spoke to some of the uh, uh, Viet Cong that that we had fought against uh, when we went back. And, yeah it was really you know they they knew they 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 knew what we were doing they they knew that jungle like the back of their hand and we were wandering around trying to find right water.
1: right you were in their territory yeah, oh, yeah they, we were in their
0: backyard right yeah
1: so yeah. like you were like like um i don't know like lost sheep or something easy easy to target right i mean they probably were like following you the whole freaking time you walk in there thinking you're alone pretty uh, pretty much really yeah yeah, yeah wow much. yeah how uh, scary is that rachel you see that i'm
2: not like i don't know much about world war ii history other than hitler was bad and the number of people that died but why were we in vietnam
1: well, that's what we were saying to that's at least and that's what he's saying. That's at least that was the common
0: Yeah, uh, but why
2: were we there? What was the reason we were there? Because to
0: prevent it from becoming communist. That's what oh, what we okay. Did. To yeah, prevent yeah. it yeah. from being communist. Yeah. But the the Why is that our business? It was, well, because, because, because we we're have a democracy. There. Because we've assumed uh, leadership in the world, and that's right. what we do. Yeah, yeah. We're
2: kind of like the bullies. We just, like, go around policing everyone. I don't know, depends how you everyone. look at it.
1: Look, we saved the world in World War II yeah, no, sure and World War One yeah, too, yeah. right? World yeah. War II,
2: though, we, like, were delayed. I feel like, weren't they telling, trying to get a hold of America for the longest time? Yeah. Like, help, they're killing Jews over here, and America's like, we we were, we were pretty
1: isolationist in the beginning, we right? Were. We were, yeah yeah. 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 We only joined the war after the Japanese pulled us into it. Yeah. Yep, and then yep. we decided, oh, Europe needs our help, too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, It was pretty war, interesting.
2: Is, I, war is also a business. We make money off of war, America. Yeah. People in this country make a well, lot of money yeah. off. Yeah, it stimulates Selling the economy, weapons though, right? And, yeah, but yeah. somehow the soldiers get duped in the end. That's what's shitty.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and uh, they send you out there by the hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. as soldiers, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. and, and you feel like, okay, so I'm part of this big machine, but uh, but yeah, that's a precarious place to be in, you know, as a, a soldier. It's a precarious place so to be, right? and,
0: uh, but as I said, m- the vast majority of uh, soldiers are there because they have a sense of patriotism, and they like our way of life. Right. They appreciate our way Not of cause life. Not because they're forced and, to, and, right? You know, still still all around the world people look at America uh, as the place where there is the most freedom right uh, you know the most opportunity right that is still that is still true for a certain
2: demographic for usually an upper middle to upper class white people. Not necessarily,
1: but look at all the immigrants that come here. They have a great time. Everybody comes here. Mm -hmm. We're not Mm -hmm. accepting
2: as many immigrants anymore, I don't think.
1: Okay, well let's not argue about whether the uh, U.S. is okay or not. right? I just think that the no, I don't think, I disagree. I think the American dream is dead. I think the
2: American dream is dead. Uh. I think it's only I'm sitting in a room full of all white males. It's not true. This is not, we're not speaking for the entire world. I think the way I think that's what it was. I think there was such thing as an American dream. I think that's what we had that's why people joined the military that's why it was to fight for this and now yeah, yeah. look the American dream doesn't exist we have homeless people that are veterans on the street that's uh, not an American dream I, that's I, no dream that's I, a nightmare
0: I think it's not dead it's wounded yeah it's wounded uh, I don't think it's yeah.
2: dead forever but I think that certain things need to change otherwise it could be dead
0: certainly certainly yeah, yeah. And, and what's <sighs> what, uh, the good thing about this country is, uh, is that uh, by and large we have aspirations to uh, change so yeah that, that yeah. We'll hang I think that I think we I think we'll, I think we'll We'll survive that for the next few years.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we don't need to apologize for being white males, Rachel. I mean, that's how we're born. No, I, I'm not saying you need to
2: apologize. <laughs> I just think that we, you guys don't. We don't speak. I'm including myself in this. For I'm just, I'm, a, I'm a woman, so I'm different than you. But mm-hmm. you, we don't speak for for the whole population. Of I mean there's not. Especially people opinion, of color so. suffer far worse than any yeah. we anything we will ever experience, and especially right. like even in the military, probably even but that the doesn't change the,
1: the the fact that America is exceptional I think and I think America is the place where everybody comes to from all over the world We are just why? As corrupt, because we're if are, not
2: more than any other country right. well that's uh, th- we getting into that's politics that's why that's what knowledge. we're starting but that's but this is politics <laughs> no, everything we're, we're is getting politics to, uh, in this country uh, but also, I want to focus
1: on the vets really because their their plight is I think much more important than course, the politics and of course know, but
2: they, we don't we're not taking care of our vets that's why well, pe- that's that's why we have people like him who exist, who right. are out there, because our government isn't taking care of them. The government that put them in the position in the first place. It's just, sorry, it's just the reality. Right. Yeah. Right. but It's that, not but all th- rainbows and butterflies. Right.
0: But that someone is as important. So all those people who don't have a voice, I'm here to speak
2: for Exactly. That. That's why yeah. we need people like you, because it should be our government. It should be, it really should.
0: I'm not sh- I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it should be. I think communities have a responsibility for homelessness. I think Los Angeles has a responsibility for homelessness.
2: Right, our government.
0: Oh wow. Well, I think everyone does. Really, I think everyone. So how can we does. help? How can we help as as normal citizens if we're not in the government? How can we help this? I, th- I, I think supporting a network of nonprofits that provide uh, uh, housing and employment and mental health is uh, critical. Yeah, uh, Los that's Angeles what our isn't
2: that what our taxes are for?
0: La, uh, well, we, there's not enough political will to solve the problem. That's, that's the reality. Really? Of it. There's, well, there's but Los Angeles has done uh, uh, more than most communities. As has California. California, uh, a few years ago, uh, put up a six hundred million dollar bond to build housing for veterans, specifically for veterans. Uh, Los Angeles County. Uh, uh, just passed a, uh, a tax to provide services for see? all homeless. Taxes,
2: there's. I mean, if you want to go off to the military, go off to the military. But the government should then provide you. I can't give you any more than the mm-hmm. taxes. I can't give you any more than the donated shirts and the food. When I see someone on the street who holds up a sign, like that's my part of doing it. But there has to be other. There has to be other support. There it can't just be that right
0: right it's all of us it's not just the federal government it's not just the state not just the county it's 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 everybody yeah and we have to you know that that there is not enough help available is all of our fault if 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 uh everyone in the united states says we're going to solve homelessness and and we're going to find the money somehow and we're going to give of our own uh, time and effort and treasure to do that we would end homelessness but that's i think i
1: have to agree with you you know and the thing is is that think about it it's so like relevant to us uh i think about it almost every day because they stand by the off ramps Mm -hmm. uh of the freeways uh you know with their signed uh u.s vet veteran you -hmm. know vietnam vet whatever and uh and that's such a sad thing you know and Mm -hmm. you go this is not this is there's no dignity in this here's a soldier that gave his life and he comes back and this is what he's reduced
2: i know but that's not our fault no, no. Well, I know, but like I'm just saying, no, like no, that's it's why not whose I I think fault, it should be I think the government, the government, um, yes, well. the military, the government. That's who they go to fight for, for us, for the government. Okay, but right. but the
1: thing is, okay, I I agree, but the thing is, as but it's a community issue. No, yes. you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, it I don't think oh, the sure federal is. government... I just don't think... It's not
2: my fault that you chose to go off and do that. Like, it's not our fault. It's the government should take care of you like they said they mm-hmm. would. You know what I mean? Our
0: society has winners and losers, right? Uh, the economy is really strong right now. There's still 4.5% who are unemployed. Our society... In a market society, there are winners and losers. And so right. some of the uh, men and women who go off into the military come back without, without opportunity, and that's just the and reality. And that's sad that it's the government
2: a, tells them that there will if it, be. If
0: it were a perfect world, that wouldn't happen. But it is not a perfect world. So we have to do whatever we can to help solve these problems. Yeah. Uh, for those of you just joining
1: us, we are joined by Stephen Peck, a uh, Vietnam veteran who served in the Marines from, I see, 1968 to 71. Yes. And uh, and you're the son of uh, actor Gregory Peck. Yes. And I I uh, I'm like... I didn't realize it in the beginning when, um, uh, when I read this. Okay, but the thing is I'm sitting here and your profile looks so much like your dad. Right, I'm right, right. going, wait a minute, you know. And uh, so this is cool. So uh, so you, you were like, uh, what, 19 when you went to Vietnam? No,
0: I was uh, 22. Oh, so you, you're a sophomore in college, you said, right? So- I was so- sophomore in college, but I was able to finish. My, oh, the, with a 2S deferment. So That's I was able to true. finish. That's and then when I, the day I graduated from Northwestern, right. I was also commissioned as an officer. Then went through eight months of training and then went to uh, Vietnam. Wow. Do you still have
1: uh, friends that you, uh, you were there with?
0: Uh, that a couple, you in touch I, with? I, I do a couple. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, another another guy I was there with is here in L.A. A good, really good friend of mine is back in uh, New Jersey. We were there together, so uh, I still know. Yeah, you can guys. share experiences and stuff, and yeah, and, it's not yeah. something we do. No, we no, no, no that's it. not what I mean. But the uh, <laughs> sure, sure.
1: Let's say the bond that you guys the uh, bond is the bond right? is strong. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. absolutely, <laughs> you absolutely. You don't talk about hell very much with your friends.
2: My you know? grandfather yeah. never talked about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. You do you
1: Yeah, wow. So uh, let's see. Now, November
0: 8th is tomorrow, right? What's happening yes. tomorrow? Tell us about that. Uh, every year uh, we have a big gala event here uh, at, our, uh, at, at our headquarters. Um, so this, you know, as I said, Los Angeles is the uh, national office of uh, 11 different sites, and all those sites will have uh, annual Veterans Day events. But here we have a big uh, gala event. Uh, and uh, we're honoring uh, Phil Washington, who's uh-huh. uh, uh, the uh, CEO of the LA Metro.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Also a, a 24-year Army veteran, uh, was a, a command sergeant major, and is very supportive of veterans. And they've got, uh, uh, you know, as they build this new Metro system, he wants to hire veterans. So really? we, we Yeah, oh yeah we, we yeah. connected with him uh, some time ago and said, you know, w- we want to help you do that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's definitely a lot to say about this, you know. I mean, uh, they're saying 40,000 homeless veterans nationally and 5,000 locally. 5,000 locally, yeah. So wow. uh, L.A. has uh, always so we have had a lot the of them.
0: dubious distinction of being the homeless uh, veteran capital of the uh, country. Yeah. And uh, and the most uh, women uh, veterans uh, who yeah. are homeless. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to particularly uh, reach out to women uh, veterans because the... Uh, suicide rate among women's veterans is six times higher than the uh, civilian rate. Oh, my God. Uh, they and they're
1: saying there's like a lot of suicides. Like every day there's like a few, right? Every day there's 20 veterans. 20 veterans. Yes. Every day. Can you yeah, imagine? Yeah, yeah. And, and these are like souls that gave everything for us. You yeah, know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You can't possibly repay someone uh, for something like this. You know, other than to just say, mm-hmm.
0: here, I'll get you a place to live, you know. We'll yeah. help you out, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we yeah. we run the largest uh, women veterans program in the country at our Long Beach site. Uh, about 40 women there and about eight beds for women with children, providing the whole range of services. And still we're not reaching uh, all those women who are in their apartments living in despair, who don't think there's help available, who aren't going to the VA because the VA is very kind of a male-dominated place. And if they've experienced... Any kind of sexual trauma, they're not going to walk into a waiting room with twenty guys in it. That's true. So we're we're uh, we've started uh, we're starting a new program called Women Vets on Point. It's a web portal that will have information, questionnaires, success stories, and a phone number that will ring at our office at uh, at Patriotic Hall downtown at our Veterans One Stop to provide them uh, mental health services. And we'll enlist other uh, mental. So health So you're giving services. them a
2: website. Why not provide them with a the whole building?
0: We're. Uh, for well, women. we're reaching out. We're we're reaching out to them uh, uh, over the because they're they're living in the community, and we want them to give them the help that they need.
2: Yeah, but they don't have like a veterans women's center that they can we, go to. We we do. Well,
0: we're th- we're we're thinking of uh, a designating part of patriotic, patriotic call for that. Oh but wow, we have a, a whole part program.
2: for women. That's so cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. All right, so uh, Stephen Peck. And uh, the organization is US Vets. You can go to the website and check out more usvetsinc.org. dot org. And uh, you know, I often wonder uh, when I see when I see all these homeless people, and you see them sleeping on the street, you know, and if he's lucky enough, he's got a dog with him or something. But mm-hmm. uh, but it's like, and we just ignore it, you know. We we totally ignore it because we're afraid of them, right? Or yeah. They're I think different, people don't know what to know. do. I, I, you don't. I, was, you know, I mean, how do you go and embrace someone who's yeah. dirty and, and is not taking a shower and, and you don't know who he is? You
0: don't know. You don't know. I, I was fortunate in my career. I, when I switched careers, I started as an outreach worker. So I was the guy who went out on the streets and into the shelters, under wow. the freeways to, to, to talk these guys into coming in. Yeah. Uh, so you, you learn how uh, how disconnected they are and distrustful they are. Uh, they've had so many disappointments in their life. It's it's hard to get it's some the, of them. Maybe
2: the military needs more responsibility to help these people transition. Because if they're going to go work for the military, then the military should provide them with like the transition to to get back into the real world. And it, if these people are just ending up on the streets and they're just dumping them out after they do this service, then that's the military's fault. It's not like yeah. society's fault. Like it's not our fault that you, they chose to go off and do this. There's life is choices, right. and it's the military or someone is choosing not to support these people that need that extra support, and that's really what's sad.
1: Right, but, you know, I mean, you talk about fault. I don't think it's about fault here. Well, I think there's it's obviously about responsibility. A dis- yeah, there's obviously you know? a
2: disconnect in in in, in the way that, that people, like they go off to do this thing that we are all aware is super traumatic, will oftentimes induce mental illness, drug addiction, a slew of other problems, and then we're just not prepared for that. Like, that just seems a little... Thank <laughs> you irresponsible on someone's part not society again we didn't choose we didn't force these people to do this they chose to do it but it's either the government or the military or something Cho- is like, chose
1: to do what i'm like, sorry the, just, the there's veterans, obviously you
2: mean? no I'm just saying the there's ob- there's like obviously like if you're gonna go off and serve our country via the military right then the military needs to make sure that these people are gonna be okay after there's no, se- no after argument after, there. after they get no out but then there. there's no there's and there's obviously something going wrong that these people aren't that there's that group forty however many five thousand in LA that they're not they're not getting the help that they need. There's obviously something wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, there's uh, there's there's also systemic issues as well. As I said, they went in with deficits and they came out with deficits. Yeah. So is that completely the military's fault? Wait,
2: the deficits. N- no? Then why are they accepting? The military has a responsibility of making sure that they're accepting people who are in their right mind. When they- so that's right, also right, any right, responsibility right. if you're accepting people. No, they're with, in their
0: they're on their right mind. Know? They're looking for an opportunity, and they and some of them take advantage of that opportunity, and for some of them it it, it doesn't get them where they wanted to go. I mean, I you know. It's a big problem. Uh, I'm not in a position to be pointing fingers. I'm not in a position. I I can't be cynical. I've got to get up every day and and hope that... I can do something for the guys that are out there on the street. And that's yeah. that's the way we operate.
1: Exactly, rather than just point fingers and stuff, you know. Because the bottom line is, it comes down to us. It's our issue. It's our problem. And because we're the ones who have to look at it and live with it, you know. And with the fact that I'm looking at the guy who's standing on the off-ramp, and I'm trying not to... Uh, to look him in the eye because mm-hmm. what am I going to do for him? Yeah, so I'll give you hard. a couple bucks, but I still don't feel great about yeah, it. that's you know? why people are and uncomfortable with I it. They don't you. know.
0: There's, there's so much to be done. Right. right? So, so so many things happened before this guy got out there on the on-ramp. Right. right? A, bunch, a whole bunch of things happened. Right. And maybe he was married and maybe he had a job and uh, maybe, uh, I mean, you know, Maybe his wife was killed in a horrible accident. Yeah, but we're just saying, him.
2: just because this guy served the military, that I mean, there's lots of people who didn't go to the military and have that problem.
0: That's like, true. So That's Not all. Yeah. Not all. Issue. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's a societal right. Issue. And we're just focused on the the ones who are veterans because we can. We have a lot of resources that we can help them with. Right. No. Absolutely. And
1: thank goodness, there's a lot of resources for. The homeless in general, not just yeah. vets, you know. But you yeah. guys took a niche, you know, and, and, uh, and are fighting
0: for it to, to yep. preserve these people, yep. you yeah. know? I think it's, Im- it's important that uh, we keep this on the front burner and that people don't forget. The, the last administration wanted to, uh, had a goal to end homelessness by the end of 2016. That was their goal. Yeah. It, 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 it was an admirable goal. It was an aspirational goal, though. We yeah. all knew that. But, and a lot was done. the The, go- the homelessness was reduced by by, by about fifty percent by the last uh, uh, administration. Yeah. But now we've reached that 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 forty thousand that are out there, and that five thousand who are in Los Angeles really have significant uh, issues. And there's new ones arriving every day. Yeah. So we have to build then a system, uh, not only of a homeless services and housing, but a prevention system. Let's get to them. Before they become homeless, let's provide them the mental health and the and and we have a mental health program called Outside the Wire, and we're at 13 different community colleges in LA and Orange County, providing free mental health care. Right. And another uh, employment program reaching out into the community. So let's let's provide those services and let's create a network that every veteran who needs the help can get the help. That's that's the goal.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know you're putting together something that is like. you know it's like i i can't see how you can't do that uh and but the point i was trying to make is that people other than just spend money they can also spend give some of themselves right like yes, effort yes. volunteer whatever to be with these people maybe to give him some company. I tried to
2: volunteer. It's actually harder than you think in some places. They make you do all these like weird back. Like it's easier really? to buy a gun than what, it is just to volunteer to, for homeless people. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, just to go and be with them or something. Sometimes, or just
2: them? yeah, like depending on like I tried uh, to do around Thanksgiving to do like serve the home and like they make you f- do all these checks. You have to get a certain this, a certain. It's like, dude, I just want to show up, put my gloves on, and like be of service and you make it hard, you know? Yeah. And that's what I think. It's just like discouraging. It's like people just want to help, but the process is so difficult. Yeah. It's like if people want to help, just take the help.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what we do. Well,
1: that's awesome, Uh, Stephen Peck. uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Tell people how they can find you. I guess they can go to the website, right? Website. That would be the best way.
0: Uh, www.usvetsinc.org.
1: Usvetsinc.org. Yes. And uh, there's always there. You can donate. You can. uh, We're on
0: Facebook. We're on Twitter. You know all the usual uh, the the social networks. And of
1: course, uh, if you're a uh, veteran, you should go here. Absolutely. And uh, if you're a you help,
0: then uh, you need to contact us. I mean, they got,
1: look, everything permanent housing, transitional housing, job assistance counseling family services and female veterans so that's a lot of stuff that you guys cover here and mm-hmm. i salute you for that you know i it's for one uh because uh also let me tell you just as a side note i grew up in israel in israel everybody goes to the military yes, yes they do and uh when they come back they still and have to deal And they're very with.
2: well taken care of aren't they
1: yes mm-hmm. okay who takes care so. of them What's that?
2: Is it the military or is it the government who takes care everybody, of it? Everybody, it's the same thing. I know, military, but afterwards, where, where do they get their where do they get their support from?
1: Like, I don't know. I don't know because it's everybody. So, but th- that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is is that uh you can go to the military mm-hmm. you can go fight and you can come back and have a normal life but you need the right support system and that's yep. what israel has that many countries do not is that support, social support system yes you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yep. so i think and that's what a soldier that comes back needs and i think yes. that's what you're providing here you know that's, that's amazing that's absolutely what we're so i salute yes. you for that and uh, you know v- veterans it's not Uh, Especially homeless veterans. It's not a, quote-unquote, a sexy topic to talk about, but there's a lot to say and a lot to cover here. And I'm glad that we covered so much today. So, uh, Stephen Peck, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, You also brought Mark with you. He didn't want to be on the mic. But uh, do you want to say anything, Mark, real quick? Give a shout-out to anybody.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, just thank you for... um paying the attention that this topic deserves.
1: Yeah, so how are you uh, involved in this? Get a
0: little closer. We have one minute left. Uh, working with U.S. Vets and the gala event that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, and so tell us the about
1: out. the event again real quick for
0: tomorrow. Think Stephen can yeah, go. Stephen? We'll, we'll, we'll have a, a dinner uh, at the Montage Hotel for about uh, $300, uh, honoring Phil Washington and uh, Verizon, which uh, has a very uh, active Veteran Hiring Program. Really? Have, have, yeah, have been a supporter wow. of ours uh, for years. And we have a, a board member uh, from Verizon uh, on our national board. So uh, they, they've really helped a lot of vets.
1: That's awesome. Well, yeah. congratulations, Thank guys. you very much. You're doing an awesome job. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us today, of course. Rachel, thanks. Nice to have you back, Thank as you. always. And we'll see everybody tomorrow.
2: You're listening
0: to Sam in the Morning with Rachel, exclusively on LA Talk Radio.